A happy new year to you all. Welcome to this recorded service for Sunday the 3rd of January 2021. This Sunday we are following the set readings for the Feast of the Epiphany. My name is Peter Walker and we have another recorded sermon this morning by Bishop John as well as music by the St Martin Singers, prayers by Kate Cocker, recorded for us by Mick, and Bible readings read by Sandra Parker. We begin with the hymn, O Worship the Lord in the Beauty of Holiness. Christ, the light of the world, has come to dispel the darkness of our hearts. 
in his light. Let us take a moment now to examine ourselves and confess our sins. Lord of grace and truth, we confess our unworthiness to stand in your presence as your children. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The Virgin Mary accepted your call to be the mother of Jesus. Forgive our disobedience to your will. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. Your Son, our Saviour, was born in poverty in a manger. Forgive our greed and rejection of your ways. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The shepherds left their flocks to go to Bethlehem. Forgive our self-interest and lack of vision. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. The wise men followed the star to find Jesus the King. Forgive our reluctance to seek you. We have sinned. Forgive and heal us. May the God of all healing and forgiveness draw us to himself and cleanse us from all our sins that we may behold the glory of his Son, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On the collect for today, O God, who by the leading of a star manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth, mercifully grant that we, who know you now by faith, may at last behold your glory face to face through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is from Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. Our Gospel reading is taken from Matthew chapter 2. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, 
Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and play him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. On this celebration of Epiphany, let's bring our lives to God in prayer. Lord God, we thank you that you are with us. You are among us. And in this season of Epiphany, we pray in Jesus' name that you will open our eyes to your glory, to the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And so help us as we begin this new year, make a new beginning with you and in you and offer our lives afresh to you in the adventure of faith. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Epiphany, we've been celebrating the Incarnation at Christmas. Epiphany invites us to open our eyes to God's glory. We sing, we say when we gather to worship, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, the glory of God. The shining out, the uh, epiphanen, the shining out of God's glory. And in the season of Epiphany, we celebrate heaven as it were, the glory of God breaking in eternity into time, heaven into earth. The Eastern Church on the Feast of Epiphany celebrates the glory of God in the baptism of Jesus Christ. As Jesus is baptised by John, John who who resisted baptising Jesus, I shouldn't be baptising you, Yet John submitting to the will of God, and as Jesus goes down into the water, the 
Holy Spirit comes and the voice of the Father is heard. The glory of God at the baptism of Jesus. In the Western Church, the liturgical tradition is to celebrate the glory of God through the journey of the the Magi, following the star, seeking, not knowing what they would find, but believing there was meaning in the star and following the star until eventually they encountered the glory of God in the Christ child. And in the readings we have uh, in the Anglican Church, three readings set for Epiphany, we see a particular theme that is to do not simply with the glory of God, but uh, the people of God. Who are the people of God? And each reading is a reminder to the readers and to us today that the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is not restricted to one group or race or religion. In Isaiah, uh, Isaiah, third Isaiah, prophesying to those who returned to Jerusalem from Babylon, proclaiming that nations will come to your light. Same word for Gentiles. Gentiles will come to your light, kings to the brightness of your glory. In other words, others will come to you, to the light of God. Outsiders, not insiders. And then in Ephesians 3, Paul is is saying the same thing. And it was a huge shock to him, as it was to Peter and indeed to all those first uh, Jewish disciples, that the mystery of Christ as revealed by the Spirit, Paul writes, is that the Gentiles, the others, those who we regarded as unclean and different, are fellow heirs with us in Christ, sharers in the promises of Christ. And then our gospel reading, in a sense, the same theme emerging. And this would have been really shocking to Matthew's readership, which was, largely Jewish, that the first people to encounter the glory of God in the Christ child were wise men from the East, again, Gentiles, other people from other countries. So outsiders in God's kingdom and in God's purposes are brought in. And of course, we were and are, in a sense, still outsiders. We are Gentiles having been brought in, grafted onto the, uh, on, onto the tree, as it were, as Paul uh, writes in Romans 11. And we, as we pray often uh, in the uh, prayer following the Eucharist, we who are once far off, you, we thank you that you met us in your son and brought us home. So we are those like the Gentiles, brought in, those who are far off, who have been brought in, have been brought back home into the body of Christ. And yet, how do we see ourselves? Uh, I guess we can't help in our humanity as seeing ourselves as insiders. 
And we, as happens all over the world, we as human beings uh, uh, see ourselves as insiders and see others or some others as outsiders. In the pandemic, this word bubble has been very uh, prolifically used. Uh, who's in your bubble? And uh, you need to stick to your bubble. Well, your bubble, I guess, is those, our bubbles, those who are closest to us geographically and perhaps emotionally too. But whether there was a pandemic or not, do we not also create our own bubbles? Surrounding ourselves with those who think like that, us who talk like us, behave like us, and stay on the whole within that bubble, because that is where it is comfortable, where we are not challenged, where we can be comfortable inside us. And yet if you look at the, the whole narrative of the, uh, the Bible, Old and New Testament, God's blessings are for all and God's love is outward bound. In the covenant given through Noah, it's a covenant that God makes with all creation. And we read in, in Joel's extraordinary prophecy, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. God, uh, God, God comes for us all in Christ in his love. And all things and all people we read in the prologue were made through Christ. All humanity is the light that lightens humanity, not one portion of humanity. But do our churches and do our personal lives actually reflect a bubble mentality? If people look at our churches, at our congregations, your congregation, uh, do they see, in fact, birds of a feather flocking together? Or do they see a richly diverse community? How shocking those first Christian house communities must, must have been, uh, breaking every social and religious taboo, bringing together slave and free, Jew and Gentile, male and female, the barriers were broken down through Christ. But other people in our communities who might say uh, of us as Christians, well, I, I couldn't see myself fitting in there. Or they're not, those are not people like me. So as we begin this new year, let's remember that we who were once far off, were met in Jesus and brought home. And that Jesus, whose love is demonstrably for all, and we see shockingly to the first disciples, and maybe still to us today, again and again, Jesus pointing the insiders to the faith of the outsiders. These outsiders have something to teach you. Samaritan woman, the Samaritan leper, the Syrophoenician woman, the Roman centurion, 
you need to learn, Jesus is saying, from these outsiders. And so let's pray that we step out as we begin this new year and as we celebrate the season of Epiphany in faith and in that spirit of adventure. God calls us into an adventure, into something much bigger than our own small minds can envisage. The Holy Spirit stretches us. And a lovely phrase Paul uses uh, is, is um, open wide your hearts, enlarge your hearts. Paul's heart has been enlarged. Peter's heart was enlarged. God is bigger than them. God is bigger than us. So let's, uh, as it were, in our prayer, and not simply our set times of prayer each day, but in our praying through everyday life and in the encounters that we have in our lives, let's be alert to the promptings of the Spirit and make ourselves available to those who are not like us. And it's no bad thing if we, if we give ourselves the task, perhaps, of um, speaking and above all listening to people who are not like us, who are not in our bubble. That will be to their blessing and it will be to our blessing and growth. As George Fox uh, uh, said and wrote, uh, we are to let God in us bless the others irrespective of their faith and let God in them, the something of God in everyone, bless us. So let's pray for those godly encounters in which God incidences can happen, because we're not looking inward, we're not simply staying together with birds of a feather, people like us, but that we're outward looking as God's love is outward reaching. So may God be glorified in our lives and in his church as we begin this new year. And may God bless us all as adventurers in the faith, as seekers as those Magi were. And let us carry on in that spirit of seeking, desiring to learn, for that is what a disciple is. So I'll close with a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you that your love is universal. There is no one beyond it. Thank you that your love is personal, that you call each one of us by name. Thank you that you met us and brought us home. And we pray that as you live in us, we may be those who welcome others into your presence and who recognize you in the outsiders, those who are different, and draw us all together into your good and perfect purposes for us and for your church. And to you be the glory now in our lives, in your church, in your world, and in all eternity. Amen. Our next carol is What Child Is This? It's sung to the well-known tune Green Sleeves.
let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. As we come to pray, let's encourage each other from God's word. Isaiah 12, verse 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Thank you, Lord, for being close to us all through last year. Despite the hardship, sorrow and loss, you were always there for each one of us. We thank you that this morning we can know your love and grace and for being the one constant in our lives. Out of what's been a challenging year, so much of your love and care has been seen in so many different people. We thank you that uh, communities have drawn closer together and helped each other out. And we've all valued and appreciated each other so much. Help us now, Lord, to, to stop, to reassess as we look at the new year, to see how we can perhaps change some things in our own lives. Help us, Lord, open our eyes to people that are around us, our family, our friends, our community. Help us, Lord, to be their help when they need it. Help us to offer your love and your grace, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now we can pray for people we know who are sick or have uh, experienced loss recently. Maybe you want to perhaps just switch the uh, recording off and in your own time perhaps offer up people to God for their healing touch and for God's love to surround them. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Amen. Father, we want to pray also for our schools uh, that are facing some challenging times ahead. We pray for the teachers. We pray for the pupils and all the staff, Lord. Uh, help them, Lord, to uh, meet the challenges that are going to be coming in the weeks and months ahead. Help them with all the, the testing that needs to be done, Lord. And we pray your safety uh, over them and wisdom, Lord, uh, in the coming weeks. Amen. Father, we also want to pray for Hearts and Homes, the community project. Uh, next month in February, the Syrian family will be arriving uh, to start their new lives in Bidford. Help us, Lord, to, to welcome them. Help us to uh, make them feel at home, to integrate into the community. We thank you for that family, Lord. We pray your protection upon them 
as they travel, to keep them uh, safe, to keep them well. And we just thank you, God, for the opportunity to help a family from, from that area. Give us grace, Lord, we pray, and give us wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. And Lord, we pray for our churches in the area, uh, still in a difficult time, Lord, where uh, it's difficult to meet, it's difficult, Lord, to uh, bring services and put services together. So we pray, Lord, for all the teams that are working so hard to do this, Lord. Help us, Father God, we pray, uh, to do the right things, to help people through these difficult and challenging times. Amen. And Lord, finally, we just want to pray for each of us as individuals. Help us this year, Lord, to trust in you, to wait on you, to call upon you, Lord, for help when we need it. Give us strength, Lord, to help each other, uh, to see you daily in our lives, Lord, we pray. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn, Hail to the Lord's Anointed, Great David's Greater Son.
May God the Father, who led the wise men by the shining of a star to find the Christ, the light from light, lead you in your pilgrimage to find the Lord. Amen. May God, who has brought us out of darkness, give us a place with the saints in light in the kingdom of his Son. Amen. May the light of the glorious gospel of Christ shine in your hearts and transform your lives to bring his light to others. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.